Welcome to My Life, Tanya Applied with Rabbi Simon Jacobson, a journey into the deepest teachings of Torah and their application to our personal, emotional, and psychological lives. A good tevach, a good week, and a good tevach el. We continue our journey in the life-changing Sefer Hatanya. This program is made possible by Rina Lice LLC and Zle'ili Nishmas, the sad passing of Baruch Shalom Devber Felig, son of Shneir Zalman and Miriam Bluma Felig. Connecting in Neshama, learning of Tanya, is a powerful way to elevate the Neshama. May the family be consoled. May we only see Simchas. And we be zeich emeriti, a futzma which brings the gula mitis v'ashlema, the reunion with all our loved ones on this earth, neshamas begufim. So we continue in chapter 14, we're up to now, perikudalad. It's a very personal chapter, as I explained in the previous classes with Al-Tareb is taking the ideas that we learned in chapters 12 and 13 about the muhus, the nature of the Bainni, and now applying it to each one of us. That this midas ha-Bainni, midas kolodom v'acharel kolodom yimshech. That this is the standard, the feature, the personality type of each person. And each of us is drawn to it. So that's a critical statement because it tells us who we are. Sometimes someone expects something from you. The question you ask is, can I do it? Can I not? Is it my bandwidth? Is it in my wheelhouse? When you say it's your personality, that means it's who you are. That changes everything. Then it's a matter of discovering and uncovering those features within yourself. And that's what the Alta Rebbe continues now. It says, once we've explained that a Benini is someone whose faculties the animal soul faculties that are trying to impact on him. And there's the divine soul's faculties trying to impact on him. But the Baini is the capacity to control and subdue and not allow the animal soul to impact his thought, speech, and action. But the animal soul has not been destroyed. Which means that it's something reachable and attainable to each one of us. The Tzaddik, as we'll learn soon more about, and we have learned in chapter 10, there's no Yetzirah. So you can someone say, you want me to be a tzaddik? No nefesh abamis? And never have one desire, one temptation? The Russia is someone who's not really in control. Sometimes the divine soul is, is affecting him, sometimes the animal soul. But the Baini is attainable and reachable to each one of us, as the Alter Rebbe explains. Shekol odem yocheliz baini b'chol ez b'chol shah. Any given moment, a person can be a Baini. So in addition to being our personality, addition to the fact that we're drawn to it, every person cares, because we're not expecting total despise of evil, of the negative, because that's something that's muscle love. That's an emotional thing, that's something either your heart is capable of that or not capable. Either you're born that way or you're not born that way. But what could be expected is surmadav asetev, that could be expected. Then actuality, to avoid negative behavior and do positive things 
in your action, speech, and thought, that is expected. As we discussed all three expressions, the, cho- the will, the choice, the capacity, and the reshus. The reshus, which is the, the autonomy, the, the, the ability. There are different ways we explained it in the last class. To do what? To act, speak, and think contrary to what his heart may desire. Even to the opposite extreme. That is, yes, in the reach of each person. And he continues to explain. We're summing up what we've learned. Then we'll continue inside. And he's not putting this, the Dr. Rebbe is going into our shoes and saying, even when your situation is not just potential, that the heart of the person is actually lusting and desiring a certain physical pleasure. And furthermore, regardless whether it's permitted or prohibited, even. Nevertheless, he can strengthen himself and empower himself to the point not to succumb and completely divert his attention from that. Completely. And then the Alter Rebbe gives us an internal dialogue that we should have that helps us achieve that. What, how do you do it? He says to his heart, to that very heart that's desiring something, you can speak to yourself. Here's what you should say. He says to his heart, and now he goes into the first person. So I mentioned that, uh, emphasized that Alter Rebbe, as he spoke in the introduction, he's going to be speaking to each of us personally. So if you think of standing in front of the Alter Rebbe, he's telling you, he's saying it in first person. This is what you should be saying. I don't want to be a Russia, even for a moment. Which means that it's like on a moment thing. I remember... The great Rashbir, Rabnis Nemanov, explaining to people, how do you control your Yetzirah? So when we think of it as formidable. Yetzirah is always there, always knocking at the door, always trying to tempt us, seduce us, overwhelm us. So he said it's from moment to moment. Self-control is not a, a life, a, a taking on a lifetime endeavor. Do it from moment to moment. Can I control myself for one second? Most people can. Another second. So take it moment to moment. Every moment is anew. Alter Rebbe says, he says, I don't want to be a Rosh even for a moment. Why don't I want to be a Rosh? Because a Rosh separates me from my essence of my, who I am. Therefore, I don't want to be separated and disconnected in any way from the one God. God forbid. Why does he mention one God? Because sin Aveda, which is displacement, as we've discussed, is a form of fragmentation, a dissonance that separates you from the oneness of the source of it all, which is the one Hashem Echot, Shumefen. In any way, in any possible way. Like the Pasuk says, Your sins were a separation between you and God, in Yeshaya, he says that. A clear, a clear statement that indicates the separation. 
Mavdilin. So when you love something, you want to be connected to something, you don't want to be separate. And that's what you should be telling your heart, who's desiring something that's going to separate you. And you don't want to be separate from, for one second. Why would you separate from something that's so precious and dear to you? What do you want? Not just you don't want to be separated, you want to be connected. Rakani Rather, I want to connect my nefesh, ruach, neshama. No, it's not just one part of your soul, but all three dimensions. Nefesh, ruach, neshama, we discuss is like the behavioral, the emotional, and the cognitive. Nefesh is the biological part. Ruach is the emotional. And, and neshama is the, is the meichin, is the chabad. Like in the Sviris, Nihi, Chagas, and Chabad. So all levels of Nefesh Yoruch Hashem, you don't want to be connected, you don't want to be, you want to be connected. And how do you connect? Bislap Shon, Bishlesha Levushov, Yuzbarach. By dressing them. Dressing what? These levels of Neshama in the divine, blessed divine garments. And what are those garments? As we learned back in chapters after we learned uh, in chapters 4 and 5, these are the Heshem Maisa Dibur Machshava Bashem Ubiterosur Mitzvesov. We're not just talking about the faculties. The faculties of the divine soul are obviously there. The faculties of the animal soul are also active. But here we go even further. We want to have the, 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 thought, the action, speech, and thought Bashem Ubiterosur Mitzvesov. Those are the garments of the divine soul that, that enclose. The nefesh ruach neshama. That's what you want. Action, speech, and thought in about Hashem, His teda and His mitzvahs and His connections or His commandments. And furthermore, it's ma'av misutera shebelibi l'Hashem. He's adding another piece. So first thing was that you say to your heart. I don't want to be separate. I don't want to be a rush even for a moment. I don't want to be separate. Number two, I want to be connected. And how am I connected through my garments of Maisa? That's how I hold on dearly to connect Ladovka, to connect and attach, cleave to Dashem Echod. And furthermore, we learned in chapter 12, and we shall learn more later, that there's also Avamisatera Shebelibi that I have within me an inherent and concealed dormant love that may not be revealed, but it's there. Remember, it's also part of my personality. So you're now accessing that. That this connection I'm making, even though the animal soul is still active on a faculty level, but there's also Avimusateras on the other side of the divine soul that is dormant in my heart. As, as it is in the heart of all Israel, who are called lovers of your name. Why is he bringing that? Because he wants to show that's not just unique. And you could say, maybe I don't have it. No, you're part of Claudia Sol, Eve Shemecha. The word Eve. I, you don't feel it all the time because it's dormant, Mesuteris. But in this contemplation or in this dialogue that you're having with yourself, you're invoking it. Lovers of your name, like he says in Tehillim, Hey, you, be- hey, you days. So all this is part of the dialogue with yourself that you're having. But he continues now. 
He continues. This dialogue goes even further. Remember, the Alter Rebbe is empowering us with uh, a sprach, a language, but more than a language, a way to really convince yourself and access the best of you to be to access and actualize that bainity within yourself. That's what he wants to achieve here. So the so the dialogue continues, and he's now going to what he's going to do next. He's going to take and say that battling these urges that you have for self gratification that's coming from that divi- from the animal soul, the Bainini is speaking to himself, he's now going to invoke yet another thing, that you're going to compare yourself like a Kolshkem v'kavachem, even to the most irreverent person. And so he continues, He just said, Kol Yisrael is called Ayyve Shemecha. Now, I feel like Bekalim. Even the most, the, one way to translate Kalsha Bekalim, literally Kalsha Bekalim means lenient of the lenient. So you could say someone who's very lenient with mitzvahs. But it's an expression used in a number of places referring to someone who is not dedicated completely or is not serious. You know, Kal could also mean somewhat superficial. It can mean um, uh, on a surface level, it can be someone who's more, as I said, lenient. But Kal Shabbat could also be translated as irreverent. There's no exact translation. So let's just put it this way. Later in time, he's going to use Kal Shabbat even someone that you don't see overtly a connection to Tater Mitzvahs when it comes to Mitzvahs Nefesh, when you hit them in their core, they some, something wakes up. You've seen this throughout history, that many Jews on the outside did not seem overly pious, but when somebody challenged them, you suddenly saw a deep power within them get ignited. You see this also today. You see people in certain situations, crisis, threat, where suddenly there's a part of them you never knew was there. So Kalsha B'Kalim just refers to someone that on the outside does not appear that way. And it could be in a, in a more overt way, less overt way. So he's saying even a Kalsha B'Kalim is capable of giving up his life to sanctify God's name. As we've seen, we've seen in history, we've seen it even in our times. Thank God today we don't need to die for it, but you can see when certain people are challenged. You know, I've seen many times there were anti-Semitic attacks. And suddenly a Jew, I was once in a place where a big attack happened, and suddenly, a Jew, many Jews, and one Jew came over to me, it was a Friday night, and he said to me, I'm here, I never go to shul, but today I have to show solidarity. So you could say, you could dismiss it as a superficial thing, it's just feeling, no, but you could see, I saw how he was davening, a part of him was reminded of who he is. Remember his father, his grandfather, he started telling me about some of his roots. So sometimes that's what we need. See, maybe a kalsha b'kalim on the external, and we're not here to judge. This is not a statement of judgment. It's saying that even someone who may be in that state, give his life. And now he's saying, so I, the person who's having the dialogue with his own heart, surely am not worse than him. Now it's important to emphasize, this is not by, this is not like, we're not scapegoating someone here, we're not judging someone. Al-Tareb is simply helping a person. It's like saying, if a person that I see did not have opportunities, and that person can be Moisa Nefesh, how much more so 
myself that I do have opportunities. So this isn't a way of putting down anyone. This is not what the Rebbe is coming to, to, to say. He's just saying, learn from that. You know, sometimes you see someone, you see someone simple, rather, relatively simpler person. And it's also not a statement of judgment. And they do something really powerful. You look at yourself and say, Where, and what about you? It's not arrogance. It's like learning from it. So he's saying, So bavadai. Surely I'm not going to be worse than that person. That person is ready to give his life, even though on the outside he didn't have an opportunity or whatever the reason is that he's a Kal Shabakalim. So the Al-Tareb is making it even more personal. He's saying, I've thought many times people who are in Yechidas by the Rebbe, and the, the Rebbe would often use a similar approach by saying to someone, you're telling me I'm finding it difficult? Look at this person who is your student, and you're far more scholarly and so on, look what they've achieved. So it wasn't about putting that person down, it was showing an example and learning, and it's like something we learn, here's not Tamideh, here's Kal Shebekalim. So he's saying, so, so when you're speaking to yourself, and this is critical, this is not meant for you to go to that person who's saying, you know, you're a Kal Shebekalim, who are you? On the contrary, we're saying, for example, the end of Mesech Tachig, it says, even sinners are filled with mitzvahs like a pomegranate, the seeds in a pomegranate. So the Gemara is telling us, Amayla, that even though they're patient, so look at they're filled with mitzvahs. So where you stand? So then the question is, if that's the case, that a person is in a state that is kal shabakalim, or a person who has a very overcome by very powerful urges of the animal soul. So what taka is, besides telling this to yourself, so we've established already, you don't want to be a Russia for a moment, be disconnected. You want to be attached, <coughs> attached, <coughs> connected to Hashem, right? You, um, and it's coming and through the thought, speech, and action of Teda Mitzvahs. It's coming from that in, in dormant or inherent love within the person. Now we're saying, even a Kal Shabbat that you want to, you, you learn from that person and say, if he's that way, I definitely can be this way by, being, by awaking my Mishra Sefesh, my commitment to Hashem. But at the end of the day, what do we do with the animal soul? How do, how, what do we say to ourselves? There is an animal soul. Because immediately you can say, okay, all that is good that the Alter Rebbe just told me to say to myself, but I still have an animal soul. It's still active. And you talk about the Kal Shabbat the same is true, the Kal Shebekalim. The fact of the matter, he's called the Kal Shebekalim. So in other words, if we say the Ava Mesuteris is so powerful that I can invoke it to hold me back from doing any sin and be a Bainani, so why is this Ava Mesuteris not affecting the Kal Shebekalim? You could also say he's not necessarily only talking about the Kal Shabbat he's also talking about each one of us. Why is it so challenging? And we see that this, this person, this lenient person, this irreverent person, is on a day-to-day basis, we're not talking about when he's challenged. On a day-to-day basis, he's busy with this world and the tivus of this world. 
Even though we know that the sins displace and disconnect us. So how do you explain that? You just said Avim Suteris is there. So you could answer, he hasn't invoked it, he hasn't contemplated on it. But why? And what gives us that extra edge here? Yes, we're contemplating it. So the Alter Rebbe is going to now dissect the very nature. If its very nature is connected to God, expression that the Alter Rebbe says, Aid nishta vil nishta A Jew, not he wants and not he can be separated from godliness. Like we just said, we see this by Akal Shebekal when he's challenged. He could be Meisun Nefesh. Yachol, he could be Meisun Nefesh. doesn't say he is, he could be. So then what's stopping him? What's, what's, what's the block here? So the truth is, but why are the Venus separating and not allowing that inherent part of, of the person to emerge? So the Alter Rebbe adds, this is all part of the dialogue to yourself. In the Kalsha Bekalim, or even in ourselves, enter the Ruach Shtus. A delusional spirit enters him. Delusional is a good word. Shtus can mean delusional. It can be insanity. It can be a moment of insanity. Where you lose sight of what is real. This comes from the Gemara and Seita, right? In the beginning, Gimel Amar Aleph. Brought this also in chapter 12. Which says, Ein Adam Aveda Elim A person doesn't do Aveda unless he does Ruach Shtus. Unless it's a moment of insanity, a moment of delusion. And that's what allows him to be a Kal Shabakalim. Vinid Malay. And what does the delusion create? Vinid Malay. He imagines Shabaveda Zu in this sin that he's doing, a Denubiyaduse. He still retains his Jewishness. The Einish Mosim of Delas Yisrael, and his soul will not become disconnected from God of Israel. That's what he's thinking. So, in other words, if you say to yourself, "Listen, if the Kasher Bekalim also has an Avam Misuteres and it hasn't helped him, who says it's going to help me?" So he said, "No. The reason is because there's another element going on here. There's a Ruach Shtus of the animal soul." Like he said in chapter 12, that the, the chokhmah of the nefesh alikis, yisuna chokhmah asichlus, is the chokhmah. But the nefesh abamis has a shtus. The shtus is like a blind spot. It's like putting your hand in fire, <clears throat> you don't know it's fire. Or you, know, you, or you became for momentarily unaware that fire can hurt you. That's why he's capable of doing it. What we're expecting from you and what you should say to yourself is, I don't want to be in that place. I don't want to be in a place of Ruach Shtus. So here are two sides to it. That one is that you have the Ava Mesoteris, it's there, it's concealed, but you're accessing it now as you're saying to yourself that that's what's driving my want to be connected to God. Yes, I do have an animal soul, it's active, and part of the active of the animal soul is not just that it's pushing me to temptations of the, of, and enjoying the desires of this material world, it's also concealing and deluding me into thinking into blinding me. And like with the Kal Shabbat that he thinks, they said everything is fine. 
There's a mussel from the Friedrich Kaleben, a mimer he brings, divers that would go underwater. So we have scuba divers, but there's divers that would go with these pipes, these oxygen uh, pipes that were connected them to the, to the boat above. So when they go down, the oxygen pipes would give them oxygen. They would walk on the ground. You see the certain type of divers, deep sea, di- deep sea diving. And um, now, of course, that line of oxygen is their lifeline. But imagine that you don't realize that the lifeline is disconnected or severed, God forbid. So you convince yourself that it's still there. That's part of what the blindness is about. Mitzvahs are such connections. There's tayag mitzvahs. So you could, one of them, not do one, God forbid, and you may not feel the, the lack, but the bottom line, a part of oxygen is not going into your system. So, so then he thinks that I'm not separate. If I'm not separate, so it's not bothering me. That's the Kaal Shabbat But you, in your speaking to yourself, you need to also you need to make sure that you don't come to that place. Another thing that's going on with the Kaal Shabbat And that is the delusion, going back to the Ava Mesoteris, V'gam she'cheyach avosil la'ashem ha'motoris belibe. So besides the delusion that he thinks that he's still connected, that the Aveda does not in any way affect his relationship, he also forgets about the Ava Mesoteris, the dormant love of God in his heart. So it's both things going on here. First, he thinks that whatever he's doing negatively is not affecting, and he also forgets about that avimusuteris. It's a state of like insanity or absurdity, if you wish, because it's not real. So now, in your dialogue with yourself, once you've established the Kalsha Bakalim, now you come back to yourself and say, and here clearly he's referring to Kalsha Bakalim because he says right away, Ava Ani, I. Unlike that person who's, who is unaware due to the Ruach Shtus, and this is the continuation of our conversation with ourselves. That someone else may be delusional, but I don't want to be a fool like him. I don't want to be delusional like him to deny what is true. You hear the conversation going on here. Al-Tareb is telling us words to tell ourselves how to empower and allow ourselves to, to uh, stay, to, 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 to embrace the level of bainly that each one of us is in truth. That's where it all began when he started saying that even, even if something in the, in the, of the animal soul's desires affect you, Here's what you should say to yourself to not allow it to impact your thought, speech, and action. With a concluding line that I don't want to be a shaitu kameya lichpada emes. Shaitu from the word ruachstus, a fool that deludes himself into thinking he's still connected. So, all this is an empowering dialogue we can have with ourselves to allow us to actualize the midas habeni which is the mid of every person, it's our very personality, and the personality that we're drawn to. And we'll stop here.
Because now he's going to go back. That's all what the Benini says to himself to control. But what about Hadovra Mosul Lelev, like we said before? We're not talking about something that's the emotional effect that the animal soul is trying to seduce us, even if it's not successful. That is something that's not in our control. And that shouldn't in any way demoralize us or, dis- or, or dissuade us from, man- from maintaining our, that deep connection we just addressed that we can access the Baini within us. But that we'll learn next week. Everyone have a good tavach. TanyaApply.com is a website where you can find this and all previous classes and also ask any questions. All two, be well. And again, a very good and meaningful Chedesh Elul. This has been My Life, Tanya Applied with Rabbi Simon Jacobson. Please join us again next week. Visit chasidasapplied.com for archived classes and more resources.